subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. Horizons of People Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with Maserati Monica. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How Thank are you? Thank you for doing this. Yes. Um, this is the, uh, this is my third Exotica. <laughs> How many of these have you been to? What's your? This is like my third or fourth. Okay, too. nice, nice. So we're in the same, we're in the same chunk. Yes. Um, what do you wh- like? What happens at this convention that ha- that's different from other conventions? That you, you meet gain? cool ass people. Okay. You meet really cool people. Yeah. You meet industry wise. You meet ri- meet other models that you may like look up to and stuff like sure. that, and you're able to interact with them. Um, you're able to meet your fans out here, Exotica at least. This is the biggest uh, porn or adult-related convention, and yeah. especially on the East Coast. Because, I mean, you g- in January, you got Avian and stuff like that. Right. But that's out on the West it's Coast, a and that's a total different vibe. It's a different beast, right? Yeah, it really is. And then I got to go to Chicago Exotica this year, which is like, in, at Chicago, Chicago Exotica, you can actually feasibly like do a podcast. Yeah. New Jersey Exotica, you're just in this crazy, loud, like chaotic building. It is very chaotic. There's, no there's like a lot of going on. Yeah, and there's like, like there's no place I can like. I can like yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole like there's a dungeon section. There's a lot. There's a lot of cooking. Yes. Um, you're from where? Originally from East Texas. East Texas. But I live out in Washington D.C. now. So where were you from? Houston? What's East no, Texas? No, no, no. Like I'm about an hour from Dallas. Okay. Like, Southeast on Dallas, not really like South South, but like south more East, east of but Dallas. So like Dallas is here. I'm from like over here. Okay, and then where's um, what's that? What's that super cool town outside of Dallas now that everybody's all about? Fort Worth. Uh, um, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like it got like all trendy and like and like hipstery in the last couple Austin. Of years. Austin. Austin, thank <laughs> you. Isn't it great? I just described it, and you were like, "That doesn't sound at all like it." And then you're like, "No, Austin, that's definitely Austin. it. That's absolutely yes, it." Austin is about like I would say about that's three on the other hours. Side. Yeah, and it's more like centrally located yeah. in Texas. Texas yeah. is huge. It will take you 24 yeah. hours just to get onto there the west side. There is something. <laughs> there's something about people from Texas that are like, "Look, if you're from another city in my state, we're not." Don't associate me uh, with yeah, those people. Yeah, it's like total different vibe. Totally different vibe. Total I don't different think it's everything. that different though. I mean, well, we're all hicks at heart. And that's what it is, because like, it's like, cause like it's the difference is not like the difference between Texas and New York. Mm-mm. It's all still Texas. You guys, and you guys are very, you have very prideful people. Texas, yes, Texans. most definitely. Okay, so, uh, so this is cool. So I appreciate you doing, taking the time, doing the interview, uh, doing the thing. What do you like? I don't know. You travel with, you travel with these folks. What do you yeah. like? What do you get out? Of, you said you use a lot of networking. Are you going to end up getting more out of like? Shooting with other people this weekend? Or yeah, I hope to link up with more people for future shoots, like AVN time yeah. um, out in Vegas. Uh, just future shoots in general. Um, network with other people, see if we can collaborate in some way possible. Because yeah. I do like hardcore porn, plus I also do fetish work. Um, so I'm very like transverse in like different areas. So I like to work with different types of nice. people, different vibes. Is there a that. thing that you would say no to, right now? No underage play, no role play. Okay, or interesting. Or like bestiality or blood, but anything else yeah. other than that, I'm I'm pretty much open to. Yeah, well, because we were just um, 
the last interview we were talking about uh, at FatCon, they uh-huh. had everybody was dressed up in different animals. Oh my gosh, I know, I was there too. So that was my first see, FatCon. Yeah, I wanted and to it was see with the, with the complexity of what of like what animal it could like get to until it's like okay, this is a lot. Yeah, I saw a lot of doggies there. You know, with the little do- the mm, right, 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 right. dog mask uh, leather mm. thing get up. That I mean, pleasingly, it's very aesthetic and amazing to look at. But I, me personally, and every fetish is different. Everybody is different. If they like it, they like it. That's them, and I'm for it. But me personally, I can't act like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Cause I can't, well, I can't like beg for treats or pets. C- yeah, because there's a level like that. What you're adding is this is this level of humiliation there that is, some people yeah. enjoy. Yeah, either. Feeling or having control over exactly. So there's that's the, that's always the play on that. I'm I'm more of a dominant type woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an alpha. Yeah. So I like to definitely be in control. You don't want to you don't want to play the submissive role in that in Not any at way. All. Well, that's cool. So what's um okay? So what's your main focus? Your, your main focus this weekend? This weekend, network, meet cool people, shoot, uh, get laid. Do you fangirl <laughs> on anybody? I do. Who's your Who's like your crush? Can we say it? <sighs> my crush men wise always Shane Diesel always okay. and I've worked with him and I'm still fangirling over him that's great because <laughs> um, he's just a great cool guy and um, female wise I would love to eventually work with Cherokee Das <laughs> I don't even know it's just so many people in this business great booty yeah? yeah I gotta get I gotta get my shit together and, and get my research right I mean there's a couple other people that I can't remember their names because I'm horrible at names I'm not gonna yeah. lie I'm very horrible there's a lot of people it's a lot <laughs> a lot of people. It's a lot of people in this business, and a lot of people. This is just funny for me because it's like um, the the name repetition is crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, it's just it sometimes it's just re- it's just spelled different or it's in reverse. Yeah. But it's like a lot of this. It's a lot of the same like things just getting reused, which is just it funny, really funny. really really is. That's why I chose my name because I didn't want someone to have a similar name of me. And right. then years later, I found out there's a girl named Maserati Monica or Monica Maserati or some shit like that. Really, it's like. Fuck her. Does she's she more fans? In Italy. Does she's she more fans than you? Oh, I don't know. Wait, is she, po- is she in porn or she's just random? No, she does porn. Okay. But like in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's cute. Does I she spell Maserati like the car? Uh, yeah, like the okay, car. Okay, so you're you're clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I spelt it differently on purpose. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> clean. Because I didn't want this. no trademark issues. I didn't want any of that. Right, so. right, 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 right. God forbid you get you get like like 10 years into your career and you're like crushing it and then the brand is like hold on a second. Yes, That's no, funny. I've I've known a lady that had to change up oh, her shit. name because a company went after her for trademark infringement. No so I was shit. like, "Oh no, no, no." Plus, it was my nickname before I got in the industry and I spelt it M A Z Z A Z Z for ass subliminal messaging there. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Nice, nice. So, okay, so, I mean, you've been here not long. You're already set up for, like, yes. shooting content. and shit. You guys are... Uh, I already shot some. I shot a squirting scene last night. Nice. He, so you've been here since last night. Nice. Very yeah. cool. What do you think of this? What do you think of this area? You you said you were eating, like, grilled cheese downstairs. So you've I already was. given up on the restaurant scene here. Well, I was at a restaurant. I had a salad. And then I got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I had cheese. to have some carbohydrates in me to sober up for the okay, interview. Grilled cheese in my body. <laughs> yeah. So I had to eat a half of a grilled is this cheese. A, is, this a, is this a drunk interview? No, oh, no, I'm totally sober. <laughs> totally sober now. Nothing about <laughs> the way you said that makes me convinced. Um, totally sober. So that's cool. Okay, so so you're staying through when? 
till Monday. So you're not really doing like you're not gonna like get New York City time or anything like that. I don't think so. I love the city. I used to live there. It's like it's like home to me. I sure. feel so at home there. Yeah. I love it. I have amazing friends up there. I just don't think I'll be able to make it up there. There's so much going on. Yeah. That I want to experience down here in Edison, New Jersey, the middle the of nowhere. The, heart, the heartbeat of New Jersey. <laughs> just looking around the room, there's some, I'm seeing some shit. I'm seeing some weird shit. Oh yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call stuff? it out. I'm gonna call it out. Uh, there's there's lime juice here for some reason. Lemon juice here for some reason. Yeah, I don't know What's why that about? that's here. It's a giant thing of lemon juice. It's not mine. <laughs> it's uh, Casey Parker's. <laughs> giant thing of honey. Okay, so this seems like like, uh, like I think she's trying to get her voice or her throat right. Yeah, it seems like dick. I see. It seems like t- yeah, it seems like tea accoutrement. It seems like things that you put in tea. Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. That was that was the weirdest. <laughs> that was the first weird thing I was like. That I was the weird thing. Then you see an apple. Some it's almonds. an apple that I can't decide if it's real or not. It right. is yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. It's from Panera. Yo, by the way, uh, I uh, recently dumb story, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell it anyway. Recently ate an apple at Panera. Very unimpressed with the apple, and I like asked the staff. I was like, "Hey, what's going on with this apple? Why does this apple not taste like anything?" And they're like, "Oh, because we don't, we don't like add sugar to our fruit." And they blew my mind because I didn't know you added sugar to apples. So what? Not, not not even that not even that you add sugar to apples. It's that people. It's that farms and and like the people in charge of food have artificially sweetened <sighs> our apples. I, I you know what I can totally believe that growing up from a farm. I mean, I did dairy. You go to a farm? No shit. Yeah, I did a dairy farm grow up. No shit. <laughs> so I can definitely imagine that. Happening. What's your takeaway? Love or hate cows? I love cows. I love animals. Period. Like, like, like you personally love cows. Like, personally, you like, like you I know love cows. some cows. Yeah, I know cows. How long does a cow live? I mean, it's just well. Are you going to slaughter it or not? <laughs> no, I want it to live its entire life as a cow. Oh, I would say you could have a good, healthy, like ten, fifteen plus years. Yeah. Yeah. As a cow. As a cow. So how come we don't do that? in the pasture. So how come we don't do like cow? Why is everything co- dog years? Why isn't it in cow years? It should be in cow years. I don't know. Because everyone befriends a dog and not a There's cow. There's way more cows. <laughs> way more cows. There definitely is, and they are. I'm not gonna lie. They are definitely. Part of the green emission total bullshit that's going on. What do you mean? Cows put off too much fucking CO. They shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they fart. Yeah, they shit. They fart. Bovine gases. And they mess gases. up our air system. Yeah. And the pollution is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's too much poo, too much... And they um, stink. I love cows, yeah. but they stink. Anytime yeah. I pass, well, I know when I'm about to hit a cow field because I can smell it. Miles yeah, but like, away. let's let's put it in perspective. <laughs> if how many cows? How many cows did you guys own at a time? Oh my gosh, over a thousand. So let's just put it in perspective. If you had a thousand dogs running around a field, mm-hmm. that would also then become a problem. It would. It would stink. It would be a lot. I mean, anything in mass quantity yeah. is going to... But because of how the U.S. is with their beef consumption, and same with poultry, their poultry consumption is really, really fucking high. No matter what you're going to do, of anything in high quantities is going to always have an adverse effect yeah. to things. So. so I think this is interesting because you know... Like firsthand that there's a lot of fucking cows. Mm-hmm. This is the thing I'm trying to figure out is why are we pretending that steak costs so much money? Like, like money. We we live in a very capitalized society. Yeah, but why? Yeah, but like the idea that that we're paying for something is supposed to be based on the fact that there isn't a lot of it. So if it's mm-hmm. too expensive, it's because there's not a lot of it. But every I, if I can't drive two miles in this country without like running into a cow. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's now the Colby beef, which is yeah. from Japan. They're supposed to be eating greener materials, um, plant-based material, and have a fattier, marbleized I meat. Thought, I thought the vibe was that they're drinking beer or something. Isn't that the, the oh, maybe they are. I right? They're like always trying something different. Wagyu beef is like drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. It's just like there's always some kind of mimic. And they're just like giving it, it massages all day. I wish I had that <laughs> life. <laughs> no, I wish I was a cow. No, you only need a li- no, because then you only live like you said. You only live then two or three years. Exactly. <laughs> Once you get beefed up, you're it's dead. It's a happy good. It's a happy two or three years. Yeah. That's funny. Living that high life. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, so it's, it's fucking I mean, people come from all all over all different backgrounds. Why do you think? What is it about the porn industry that that like drew you in? Well, I started off as like a dom, and so doing little domination here and there, where? whipping out in Las Vegas, Nevada. No shit. Yeah, that's where I started, and then from there, I had a friend what's that's what's b- sorry, what's base level dom? You know, a little flogging here and there. Okay, so you're talking, uh, you're, you're talking like people, yeah. you tell them get on their knees, yeah. kiss your feet, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just a little basic, basic. What's stuff. level two? Level two, I would say more harder um, flogging, paddling, um, maybe a little bondage play. Okay. Now, bondage, I would say, is more advanced because you do need to know how to do proper ties and stuff like that. And that's what I'm getting to learn. I'm stepping back into the dom. No shit. Yeah, so I can learn. It's a very good convention for it because, like, more than more than any of the other ones, as far as I've seen, the their dungeon here is crazy. I want to work in a dungeon one day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's it's so erotic. Just the idea of being in. No, I've been into dungeons and stuff, but I've never worked in a dungeon yeah. or anything like that. So I don't have that experience to say on. But just being in it and the atmosphere in it is just so erotic and powerful and just like freeing. If you've ever felt like powerful, free, and you're able to be whoever you want to be. That's what a dungeon is. Yeah. I th- I think that's like the major takeaway from these conventions more than anything else. And this is why I was trying to, t- I was talking to a buddy of mine and we were talking about whatever and he wants to go to ABN and wants to do this stuff and I was like, D- he's got a girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. And they're serious and I was like, dude, take her to fucking, take her to Exotica. It like really is the kind of environment that like, I think opens couples up and I see these yeah. couples come up and, and like and try to experience stuff and it's like, and just access that part of, of their sexuality. I think, it's, I think it's one of the better, best. I tell people all the time, I'm like, bring your significant other. It, like, because that right there is going to build your guys' relationship up major. Even if down the years you guys may not be together. Yeah. It's still going to build you up as a human being, as a person. And it takes it off creepy. Know. Like, you yeah. go with your buddy, it's a little creepy. Yeah, I know. Like, two men coming. I <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, I came here with my buddy and this and that. and da, da, da. I was like, so you guys are looking for ass together. Okay. Which is totally cool. Right. I'm with it. but Because, um, you know, sometimes me and my girlfriends, we go out looking for dicks sure. together. Sure. But it's not, it's like, it's not, uh, it's not, it's just not what the convention is. It's not no. what it's about. I say bring your significant other. Don't be afraid or ashamed to be like, hey, this is what I'm into. Or this is what I want to learn more about. Yeah. Even if you, even That's if you don't the classes, do it. Exactly. The classes just are Crazy, yeah. That's what I loved about FetCon is I went to the seminars and stuff and I was popping in and out of different ones and I was learning so much. Yeah, I hear that a lot. It was so good. Yeah, well I have to say FetCon was my best convention I've ever been to. What class what class did you get the most out of? Um the bondage and flogging. Interesting. Yeah. 
It was really cool. So what's the, okay, what's the threshold there? You're trying, you're like, you're trying to like, like border, I don't know the word for it. Like you're trying to like, like, uh, um, you're, you're trying to border between pleasure and pain. Yeah. So I like them like both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's, so there's, you know, and there's a, and there's a level for everybody that is, uh, within and beyond. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is trusting the person and trying to sit always. in that zone. Yes, exactly. You always got to trust the person that is doing whatever to you, um, and you got to have a communication barrier. You yeah. know, you can't just have a barrier there. You got to be have open communication. You got to be able to let the person know this is what I'm looking for. This is what I enjoy. This is what I'm looking out of this um can you assist and help me with that i mean it's going to be um a learning experience no matter what especially if it's on your first try you may not get exactly what you're looking for right. but um, me personally when i do like one-on-one sessions with people i always tell them like listen this first time it's a learning experience for both of us because i need to know what your threshold is and you need to know what my threshold right. is so i will put it up to a point but then i am going to stop it once it gets to that point right. although you may be enjoying it it's just so that i can reiterate and visit back with you later like okay what is this about yeah. How, what did you enjoy what you know and um Although I may be a quote-unquote dom or an alpha female, I always want to make the person, the submissive, the person that is receiving anything I'm doing at a comfortable level, at a pleasable level, and nothing beyond that. I don't want to overstep myself. So I always work it at different paces and stuff like that. Everybody's different, so. Yeah, that's that's what I find interesting. That's what I find um, so freeing about comedy is finding somebody's line Mm-hmm. And then crossing it, finding yes. society's line, and then crossing it. Find a particular room's line, and then crossing it. Mm-hmm. Which it's just something. There's like pleasure in all of the fields, whether it be sexual, il- intellectual, it all humor. It all literally is like get to the moment, and then mm-hmm. go just past it. Just go a little bit past, past it, it and then feels. you just pull back, and then yeah. you tease them, and you make right. them want more. And you just keep yeah, and then you just keep pushing that pushing yeah. that limit, you know. And then and it's not that. It's not that the like the as far the far that you've come is the journey. It's getting to that moment and then just mm-hmm. and then going just past it. And yeah. then naturally, what happens is we you know we we end up with these uh, uh, what's the word? We the restrictions get less and less. So yeah. it's like so it becomes that kind of vibe. Yeah. So that's cool. That's that, that's that's fun. So wait. So then so you're signing uh, all weekend. I am at Woody Licious. And so what's what's the, what's how's that work? What's the vibe like? You like. People come out. Mm-hmm. They you sign the thing. How long do you feel like you should interact with each person so that it feels like it's worth their time and energy? A and few yours. minutes. Yeah. A few minutes. I mean, if they're buying, so- purchasing something from me, uh, like I usually sell my autograph, uh, autographed photo. I always bring photos with yeah. me. Sell them that. I chat with them for a little bit. I would say like two, three minutes is a feasible time with someone because there's so many people out there. Now, if you're tipping me for extra for like, you know, titty smother, ass smother, of course I'm going to give you that appropriate amount of time, but also be realistic that we're out in public and this isn't a one-on-one session. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> you I can't you can't be too greedy. You yeah, got to share. I forgot one of the I can't remember it's like I just, it's all the all the weird convention politics, but one of the I think one of the conventions something was something was going on and they yeah, they were like cutting back. Or uh, no, this it's exotica. You can't there's no uh, there's no nudity on the floor. No nudity. Nope. You got to have your nipples covered up with um 
those nipple pasties. Yeah, with, well, with, with really or with whatever. Bras. Yeah, you <laughs> just you can't show a nipple, <laughs> right? Which is so stupid. But males a can female show nipple, a right. female nipple, right? Yeah. It is a weird. It is a weird thing up here in the Northeast. I'm the going free the nipple one day. Thing. One day I'm going to. They they should surgically put a female nipple on a guy and say. Is <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. Plenty of people have played with this with this moment where they where they they Photoshop a female nipple onto a dude just for the just for the kicks, yes. or vice versa, mm-hmm. just for the kicks. I've done that before. Um, well, I, I not a photo. And just but I put the there's a little sticker gif thingy yeah. on IG that says male nipple, and it's just a nipple. Is that right? It just says male nipple, and I'll put those over mine, and IG can't take it off. Hilarious! <laughs> I wait, you made that sticker? Or that's on there always. No, that's on there. I oh, found I it. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, you look up like nipple. Male or nipple something. sticker. Yeah. I dig that. And then yeah, and then people now are starting to get uh like nipple art with tattoos. Mm-hmm. I wonder what happens. I guess cuz cuz it's weird cuz it's like cuz if you body paint, you're fine. Yeah. So you can see the complete outline of a nipple. And fine. you can be completely naked in a lot of these places. I mean, you got to have like maybe like a thong or yeah. you know, some covering up your genitalia. Cover your pussy, cover your nipples. It's exactly. Weird. But I mean, you can walk around in a lot of places with just like maybe a sticker. Yeah. Co- just as long as that nipple or genitalia is covered up, you can walk freely. Yeah. Around. Yeah, that's I mean that's th- that you just described Times Square. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, they have the they have the girl they have the naked or cowboy franchise. <laughs> sure. Yes, uh, the naked cowboy. I love him. I met the original one. He picked me up one time when I was smaller. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? He's g- he's gotten so popular that he just franchised himself out. So now yes. there's five. Uh, now there's what are the. Uh, there's naked, naked cowboys. Cow now there's five girl. naked cowboys, right? Yeah, and they're the all just hanging out, and he doesn't show up anymore. Oh, he doesn't. He's he's not there anymore. He's hired like a like a uh, mostly Smart girls. On him. Yeah, and then like and then like a and then like a younger him. Oh, younger him. Yeah, that's smart though. You know what? That's that's why I tell people you got to be an entrepreneur to be able to build a career, to be able to build a business, and yeah. make yourself that. You sure. Know? Make yourself the naked cowboy for twenty dollars tips in Times Square. That's yes. That's M- build a fortune off of it. Entrepreneurial <laughs> advice. Be yourself and make a fortune off of yeah, it. Yeah, I dig that. And that. I really, I really do think that's the point of the the, the the Exotica weekend is people like coming to terms with, and, and it's kind of the idea. of The podcast is like it's people coming to terms with like. <sighs> th- we do this thing with sexuality where we like try to bury it, mm-hmm. and. And I just think a lot of us are living lives that don't confront what we actually want to be looking at when Mm -hmm. we're coming. Sexuality is a very big part of the human experience, Um, just being alive. I mean, and years past, it's always been uh, demonized, um, shunned upon, that you can't express, you, you shouldn't express your sexuality yeah, publicly. Right. You can't do right. this publicly. You can't do that. And now it's coming more freely of like, and I, I would say like in the 70s really pushed it, but like, you know, the free spirit movement and all of that. Yeah, but I mean. But, but now it, so it's even more. But it's even like, but every every era that we end up in is the same kind of thing. It's like, we'll always find a line that's like, okay, don't just don't cross that one. Yeah. We've, we've come, we're accepting this, but just don't cross this one. Yeah. And uh, it's just. People feel like they have to put a barrier to feel quote unquote safe, but you know, at the end of the day, as long as you're expressing yourself in a safe, healthy manner, fuck anyone else. Yeah, well let me ask you this. I, I do think that a lot of fetishes that have been birthed 
our our response to the fact that we're not supposed to like Mm -hmm. i think foot fetishes would not be the level that they are if people could just like walk into the room and ask their significant other if it was cool if we tried this thing yeah and i think people aren't doing that and so through that is all of this other stuff is sort of like Mm -hmm. spawning out out of uh, uh, a need to be represented where it's not Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always that desire of what you can't or shouldn't have. Right. That's always going to be more appealing than, oh, yeah, I can just go down the street and get that. Of course, it's going to be more appealing because you're not supposed to have that. Right. and right, th- okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, well, I was the, w- the other interview I did uh, was was this girl who was doing anal in the eighties, which like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like anal in the eighties in porn <laughs> is crazy. Now it's just like oh, it's whatever. It's anal. It's yeah, you know, it's there's just so part much of the anal. deal, right? So it's like, but at the time it was like this is like the barrier. Like this is the like the craziest thing. The whole ne- the next cat. It's like yeah. go into the room, the porn room, and then you go in another because room. Because we were taught sodomy is like very bad. Right. The Bible teaches you right. that. And there's a lot of that. states, especially. Even <laughs> Still in the eighties, where sodomy was like illegal, um, yes. But it wasn't. It wasn't because no. Because it wasn't because we didn't want to fuck our wives in the ass. We like didn't want to be. When I really go down to the police station and said I fucked this person in the ass, you need to arrest them. No, it wasn't <laughs> about. It wasn't about turning yourself in, obviously. <laughs> but it was about. It was about being able to to hold down and discriminate gay people. Like mm-hmm, that was yes. that was the vibe. And th- that's usually what people try and put barriers for is because they want to. Um, restrict a certain group of people sure. or this or that. And that goes about anything. It may be sexual or non-sexual. There's always going to be that you shouldn't do this. You should do sure. that. You shouldn't do this. Right. This person can. This person can't. Uh, religion, race, color. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be that, oh, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, me, as long as you are being safe, clean, and respectful to other people... Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I love that. I love this flip around. Is and that's and that's, it's cool that we're at this place, especially that that consent has become such a uh, an important part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody here is knows what they're knows what they're involved in and and is and is here happily. Uh, yes. So leave us the fuck alone. Exactly. Let us be. Right. We're here. We're grown ups. Like some of this shit, and people might have done to other people against their will at certain times and yeah, certain places and, that's and whatever. Horrible. Right. But let those that are like being responsible be. Uh, they're fucking grown ups. They can make up their own mind. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you I, I never got to so you from Texas. Mm-hmm. That's where the dairy farm was. Yeah. Where do you live now? I live in DC. You're Washington. in DC. Oh, yep. you said that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if you said on cast or off cast. Do, do you find there's a lot of people in this business in DC? There's a handful of people yeah. up there. Um, I have to fly in a lot of models though because they usually live out on the West Coast. Yeah, you're sugar mom right, huh? I wish. <laughs> but I have to fly a lot of people in to shoot and everything. And so you know, it's life, it's business. Yeah. Well, it's one or the other. You either, either got to chase them or you got to send them in, so you may as well. Yeah, or if I don't bring them in, then I go to them, and I love to travel. So yeah. to me, it's a win-win. I'm going to make right. it work either way. Yeah, that's that's what I find fun about this business, and then what, uh, what, what I find in comedy is like it's literally like, I'll be like, oh, I got a wedding to go to in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Let me plan like five shows around Louisville, and yeah. then make a whole weekend out of it, and do what exactly. I do what I love in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. um, you gonna go visit some cows? 
No, it's uh, <laughs> Kentucky's pretty civilized. But again, like I said, there's cows everywhere. Like I was in Florida, in like Maine, Miami, and across the street from the grocery store was like a field of cows. And I was like, mm-hmm. why? I was like, it's just at the grocery store, and they're trying to charge me too much for beef. I mean, there's a cow right there. <laughs> a cow. How much does it cost for you to get that cow to that store? That's too. That's too much money. That's crazy. Yeah, well, there's a lot of metal mans in between. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. That's where she's. Did your family? Did your folks still own a, a dairy farm? Nope. I gave up the dairy farm when I was eight, and then they moved to the West Coast. Um, and then my aunt and uncle that was in on the dairy farm, they opened up a chicken coop. And oh, okay. The chicken, the eggs, and everything. So now they're running. Now they're running the egg game. Yep, and uh, in the yeah. egg game. Yep. So doing that, I spent my summers cleaning off egg, uh, bird poop off of eggs. So. You People can go eat breakfast. Is that is that a thing? Does, uh, wait, is that that's funny? <laughs> Does that you know how you know how when uh, when humans give birth they shit? Is it yep. is that what happens? Chi- when chickens There's lay an egg, they also shit. There's a lot of fucking shit on the eggs. There's a lot of so shit when on the eggs. Uh, so when a when a chicken lays an egg, it shits also. Yeah, uh, that's, that's how it's close we are to chickens. Or it's just wandering around and then it shits. I guess on the that's egg. probably true too. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't happen the other way with humans. Hopefully, after you have your child, you don't just wander by, walk by, and then you accidentally shit on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe who knows. Who knows? Interesting. They're in the. Egg. I just like this idea that like you meet a guy at a bar and you're like, "What do you do?" And you're like, "I'm in the egg game." <laughs> He's like, "What the? I'm fuck? rapping the egg game hard, bro." Yeah. I like that idea. That's fun. Um, all right. What's your what? We're in a new era. Um, mm-hmm. and and right now is is probably the best time for an individual to be able to control their content and yes. get it out and sell it and make money directly off of it. Yeah. For you, what's th- what's the way that we do that? How do we find you places? How do we um, pay for your I have my own website hosted through Model Central, Kay. which is a platform for independent content creators to be able to have a platform to sell and place their content on, and it's a monthly subscri- subscription, and they're able to adjust the payments however yeah, yeah. they want. Well, I'm so talking about that. we now we want to pay for you now. We're not worried mm-hmm. about you paying for to keep it there. We want to know <laughs> how do I pay to get it. Well, they just have to go to <laughs> MaseratiMonica.com. MaseratiMonica.com. Go ahead and pay that twenty four ninety five a month. And you got your monthly twenty four ninety five. Yep, monthly, and then I do have yearly, which is you know at a little discounted price. Sure. So you have to pay up front for the yeah. whole year, so that's like two hundred and fifty bucks or nice. some shit like that. Right. Nice. Cool. And then so I did, I just want to you know uh, tell people we got to pay for your porn. Yes. Uh, you pay for your Netflix. You pay for your coffee. You pay for your porn. Yes. Keep the people that you love in this business in this business uh, if not that we're not going to have porn right i mean you'll have porn but it's not going to be the quality of porn that you right. want well it's not even that it's like it's because there's these there's these other we like I, and i didn't know before i started the podcast like they're like we don't understand as the viewer that like the content when it gets made is not like th- like where you're where you're getting money you're getting money mm-hmm. like the w- place to get money is in the back end exactly. and if we find it on a clip site and it's free then chances are when I'm watching it nobody's making any more money exactly because then the person isn't going to be the model isn't going to be able to pay either the cameraman to yeah. record and it if you or if you do it independently isn't going to be able to afford right. the cameras and the lights and you got to have good lighting if you want to be able to see anything right. and a good light costs minimum like five plus dollars right. <laughs> right. it all adds up every little thing right. adds up even the c-stand for mics to sit on or lights to sit on that's a two hundred dollars you right ain't there. lying you ain't lying <laughs> i um, spent a lot of money on lights you gear baby <laughs> gear um so check her out check out other things i'll be it's maserati monica on twitter um, it, on Twitter, it's M A Z Z I Monica Triple X X X X, and then on IG, 
at currently Amazi Adventure. And then my website is MaseratiMonica.com. Check out all those things. We're sponsored by Spunk Lube. We're rebroadcast by the DMC Radio Network. We drop a new episode every Sunday. We have some fun content today on YouTube, on Google Play, and iTunes, wherever you're listening to your podcast. If you switch platforms, we're also on that other thing. So check us out. We just opened up a Patreon. We're trying to zone in and hone in on what you guys want to see. support them. They're amazing. I love DMC. get this thing rocking. Um, what else was I going to say to you? Oh, we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to do some behind the scenes. We're going to we're gonna do a booty clap contest uh, between me and the lady. Uh, for sure, not not going to win. Uh, not planning on winning. <laughs> you might but, win, uh, but, but check that out. That'll be on YouTube and uh, on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to my guests for being a part of this podcast. Uh, yeah, thank you much. Thank you.